0: Welcome to the School of Laughs Podcast, brought to you by SchoolOfLaughs.com. Whether you're an aspiring comedian, a part-time pro, or a speaker who wants to become funnier, this is the podcast for you. We'll break down tools, tips, and techniques to help you get bigger, better, and more bookable. And now, here's the show.
1: Welcome to the School of Laughs Podcast. Rick Roberts here along with Gavin Miller. How's it going, Gavin? Hey, going good. Good to have you here today, sir. Yeah. We're going to talk today a little bit about our end-of-the-year goals. Did we reach what we set out to do way (laughs) back in Episode 20? Uh, We laid down a few things we're going to try to tackle this year. Did we get close? Did we knock them out? Did we fall short? All of the above. (laughs) Yeah, we... We did. And uh, we'll break that down in just a second. Quick iTunes review I'd like to read out. Thank you for sending these in. This is from Susan Sussman. She says, no matter what level you're at, Rick Roberts' podcast will teach you some new insight about stand-up comedy and the entertainment business. For me, the podcasts about writing are the most helpful, especially the one about adding new material to my set. Mm. After listening to it, I try practicing these techniques each time I hit an open mic. Nice. That's what we're looking for. Thanks, Susan. You know, hopefully, each episode you find one little nugget where you're like, "I'm going to put that into use and see yeah. if it can help me get further down the line." Yeah, for sure. That's cool, Gavin. How you been, sir? I'm good. I'm busy. I know you are, <laughs> man. Not only do you got your own business now, the baby,
0: a baby the baby's on, the, on way. the way. Oh my god!
1: Yeah. So uh, Had
0: I only known. Well, yeah. no, actually, I knew my wife just convinced me otherwise.
1: That's right, So it just took you a while to accept.
0: <sighs> yeah, and then the one thing you can't say is, I told you so. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> This is really expensive. Yeah, I know. This is what
1: I was saying. Yeah, (laughs) you say, we talked about this. This That's the better way to say it. (laughs) Yeah, 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 maybe. I remember us talking about this, not I told you so. Yeah. Because you remember one thing and she'll remember something different. I'm going to
0: need you to stop crying (laughs) and listen to me. I told you this was going to happen. That's what she told you. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going
1: (laughs) to, (laughs) yeah. And when's the due date? Uh, February 11th. All right, you guys. So uh, you've heard him. (laughs) It'll be right around Valentine's Day. Uh, shoot Gavin a, a good wish. Yeah. As anytime as oh, he goes gosh. on this journey. Last couple of months closing in on it. Yeah. Really it's less than 60 days. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Oh, I know. Ouch. I know. I know. Oh,
1: God. I yeah. just, I'm paying like, Sleep it. Like, it's,
0: it's coming up in me. I'm like, oh, God. Sleep
1: now. Well, that wasn't necessarily on your goals. <laughs> that when specifically we
0: about it. was on my don't happen goal. That was do not let this happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that happened.
1: That's all your. It's, yeah, it's at least fifty percent your responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> at least. Yeah. yeah, at least. So that was uh that was something that popped up in the new yes. year that we didn't expect. <laughs> yeah, and that oh happens. You know, things get in our way. I would think though, without any goal set at the beginning, that really nothing gets done. Totally. And then you're just playing whack a mole all year long with whatever seems most interesting at the point.
0: Yeah, and and actually, it the that that goal not happening of of not having a baby actually set everything else kind of into hyperspeed. Like, all of a sudden, it clarified. It was like, no, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to do. Like, bam, bam, bam. Do Get on it. Go. Yeah. Like, for a lot of different things. Whether it was jobs or money or whatever, it was like, uh, that was sort of an impetus for, for action.
1: Yeah, it's funny how that happens. Like, a lot of people will think of a child... Or a new response, but like that being a negative thing. No, it was know? positive. But yeah, you know, I don't want to use the term anchor baby because that's not the situation here. <laughs> but a baby is like an anchor. It, it, you now have to be in one spot. Yeah. You know, you have to come back to this baby. Well, you, you have to, to be provide grounded. provide this
0: baby. I think you have to be grounded. Right. It, whatever you're doing, even if you're going to travel, you're, you're still grounded, not in a bad way, in a really good way. In that, like... You can't fight without having both feet on your on the floor. right? And, and that's how you feel. Like as soon as you are like, oh, we're having a baby. It's like both feet get planted on the floor and then you can now go for it. It
1: helps focus. Yes. As, as much as the lack of sleep will take away some of that focus. Yeah. Uh, when I, I've talked about it on the last, you know, on that Goals podcast, I just re-listened to it and, you know, my things definitely changed with the birth with first with getting married then with the first baby then with the second sure and I got more clear each time yeah things don't necessarily get easier but at least you know exactly what you should focus on when you have the next moment right whereas when you don't have that you have all these moments free and really nothing gets done because you can do it it later
0: yeah I was gonna say it takes it takes out all of the uh, sort of chatter that's going on in your mind like well, maybe I could do that, or, you know, this would be fun, or maybe we should go on vacation. It's like, no, 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 here you go, boom. Here's the two things you need to go do. Go do those two things. Go
1: knock them and out. That's,
0: that's what, that's definitely what happened. I mean, one of those things, giant ones for me, uh, I guess we can jump in. Should we jump into the podcast? Who yeah, knows? yeah. <laughs> but we, uh, my goal was to basically quit my job and get out on my own. And the baby was like, it was instant, she showed me the little birthday the uh, little pregnancy test. It had two lines and I my first thought was I need to quit my job. Now, that sounds backwards, but I knew that that was the first action I needed to take. I had to get out of my job so that I could focus on having this baby and doing my own things and get out of a horrible situation. And so that's what I did.
1: Yeah, and for those of you that maybe are hearing us for the first time today. <laughs>
0: yeah, today's quite a day. You know, Ga-
1: Gavin's job was uh, a personal assistant, to somebody in the music industry. So he was kind of on call 24-7. 7 Sitting out in a car outside of a bar waiting for the guy to wander out at 2 in the morning. Oh, at least, yeah. And so when you get that notice that you're going to have a baby, well, obviously you can't be doing you can't that kind do of that stuff, stuff anymore. Yeah. So that kind of gave you the impetus to say, enough is enough, and yep. you're— Think he even said the next time he goes off on me for one thing, (laughs) I'm gonna say, Here's your keys, I'm out of here. Yep. And And I did. A day later (laughs) he he made some (laughs) accusations and you were gone. Yeah,
0: done. Over. But it felt really good and I thought, Oh, now I can focus on everything else.
1: And just talk for a second about how the how your own business now went from a side job on the side of another job to your full time thing.
0: Yeah, so that was the whole thing about starting um helping me start the comedy stuff was I knew that I needed to not be working so many hours, uh, under someone else's controls. So, so I had, I knew I had to change my employment situation. So I started building up my own business on the side. And then, so when I, so that when I had to quit my assisting uh, job that I would have a financial backup to not just immediately go into poverty. <laughs> um, so that was my whole thing was, was, uh build up my own business under my own name and then have that as my backup and then that backup would become the thing that allows me to to do gigs i did not know that the same week i would find out about the baby <laughs> right and so so but everything went well and i can't say that everything will go well for everyone else but sometimes you need to make those changes in your life to be able to give yourself the time and effort because a lot of stuff takes a lot of effort. And that job, the assisting job, was taking all my
1: effort. Oh, it's just draining you. You could see it. We couldn't do a podcast without the phone ringing three times. Oh, yeah. It was
0: crazy. And so I knew I just can't do that stuff and I have to change my life in order to get where I eventually want to go. And so, um, (laughs) you know, I I made those decisions. All of a sudden, I quit. And then all of a sudden, I was like, Gosh, my brain, my creative brain started to come back. That was the other thing, is that that was why it was one of my biggest goals, quit that job, because it was causing my my creative brain to, like, get flushed down the toilet every day. And now I I work for myself. I have the mental space to create. And you got that
1: for about seven more weeks. So, (laughs) I mean, I'm telling you, man get but some stuff down on paper now because
0: oh i'm getting it. it it's all it's all going in my evernote and on on uh, some notebooks so i'll and then i'm going to be this sort of at the beginning i'll be the stay-at-home dad guy so i'll definitely be sleeping and and being able to focus on my own stuff so <laughs>
1: sounds good yeah cool man so that was a major goal to quit yeah. the other job and Huge get your thing goal. going and you're able to do that so yeah that's, that's pretty awesome uh, I was looking back at some of the goals. I had some goals in that podcast that listed for the School of Laughs and for me personally. Yeah. So let's just take them in the order that they went out. Uh, one of the first goals was to have a new hour of stand-up comedy recorded and on a CD by the end of the year. Yeah, and you got that, didn't you? Well, I didn't get that <laughs> CD. Yeah. But that was the one that um, I knew was the going to probably be the hardest one. The hard, yeah. And. You know, I, I, I've been using a lot of the new material that I've written since that time, and I think I'm up to between 28 and 32 minutes, yeah. you know, it, it depends how far I can go with it in my so, show, so I'm weaving that in and weaving some other stuff out, so 50% on that goal, I'll take that as as progress. That's huge progress. And so I guess the new goal for 2016 is to finish that out and make sure by the end of next year I've got that recorded. Yeah. Uh, so that was a big one. Didn't accomplish it, but I tell you what, I had a lot of fun chasing after it, and I knew that it was a goal. So I I made more effort in the past year to write new material. Um, some of that you guys heard on the podcast uh, a little while back, where I did the showcase set. Yep. A lot of that yeah. material was was new, and and for this year, so that was cool. And I've written some since. And this December here, I've had a lot of Christmas parties where I don't have to worry about doing my speech. And I can just do my comedy. Yeah. And I feel like I've gotten comedy club tight again with my comedy and, and I've been working in some new jokes. Comedy club tight. You know what I mean? For better or for <laughs> worse. No, I love it. Well, I just heard, I just listened to a podcast uh, with Brian Regan. Uh-huh. And, did you hear that one? uh uh-huh. The Pete Holmes. Oh, yes. You made yeah, it Yeah,
0: I love Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: if you haven't listened to that podcast, Pete gets a lot of great comics on there. It's You Made It Weird podcast. And he had Brian Regan. And, it's and, definitely weird. Yeah, yeah. He's got a, an, an infectious laugh. Yes, I does. thought maybe we don't laugh enough on this podcast. <laughs> but Regan was talking about you know how sometimes he doesn't need to have a super tight set mm-hmm. and the crowd doesn't want a super tight set so yeah. he described his show and even individual jokes as accordions like huh. sometimes you just need to go and bring it out and let it breathe yeah and then you have new pockets to try to new things in there and other shows the crowd they they will not respond to anything it's for <laughs> tight you gotta no extra it. stuff yeah and so i like that you know so I, i'm I heard that podcast, and within a couple of shows, I started expanding some shows where I felt the crowd wanted that.
0: And it allowed you to did it allow you to relax, so yeah. that you didn't feel like every single time it has to be this tight thing. It does. Okay, like, good. like I
1: always want to be sure that I establish really strong uh, momentum out of the gate. You focus on tight. I mean, I that do. Is
0: Your that is your spiritual gift, <laughs> right? <laughs> <It's> tight. <laughs> well, that's the thing
1: is if you if you write a lazy joke, then it's going to get twice as lazy as the show. State. Yeah. But if yeah. you write a tight one, then you can yeah Ah, relax it and find more stuff in the show so i had fun doing that and you know just that analogy i I really like the accordion kind of thing where let it breathe or or squeeze that's cool you know because some crowds (laughs) seriously they don't you know you can see after the first few minutes what kind of crowd they are yeah if they love you they want to go on more trips and adventures and things with you and they'll fail with you and get back on track if they think you're going to fail the whole time, you got to stay right on track and make sure gotcha. it doesn't get off. So that was that was pretty interesting. But a new hour of comedy um, recorded by next year. I'm going to just keep that goal going and look at it as um, doable because I'm 50% of the way there. That's crazy. That's crazy doable. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think I've, uh, I've been writing a lot of topics like that I can take further. So I'm excited about that one. I also wanted to have a new music CD done. Yeah, by july 4th 12 or 15 songs or so i got that done not by the 4th of july but it was fully recorded by september 4th yeah and it is available now <laughs> if you uh if you want that cd you can get it on itunes or on the uh, school of laughs facebook page i think you can click the more button
0: you just drive here and drop
1: down just drive yeah. here and get it from us <laughs> and you can order it now a few people are gonna get that cd for free Because back on the episode twenty, I asked you guys to send in your goals for the year, and I have about a dozen, maybe fifteen people who took me up on that. Cool. And I'm going to follow up with you guys here shortly, and probably by the time you hear this podcast, you'll already have the CD. So cool. I got that one knocked out. There's a whole episode that we recorded where I was talking to my producer. So if you want to learn how to go about selecting a producer for your CD project, especially if you're into the music aspect of it, check out episode seventy. And it goes into great detail. And then there's also a couple of great uh, podcasts about where you market that stuff. They're
0: all great podcasts.
1: They've been a lot of fun this year. (laughs) I tell you, recently I've got a hold of some really interesting people. Yeah. But as far as marketing your new CD, check out podcast number 76 with David Hooper, who does a great job of doing those kinds of things. So there's one go. Boom. Nailed it. 15 songs. Uh, Couldn't be happier with the CD, man. It's got so much variety. It's great.
0: It's great. Yeah.
1: So boom, got that one done. I wanted to get an online business class put together, <laughs> so a couple things. Now I didn't get that done. Okay, let me just tell you why. She's got no next. To I it. just got no. he has
0: got online business class.
1: No, no, and it's, <laughs> it's 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 funny. It's not funny. It's sad. What <laughs> what happened last year was, and I knew it would happen. I didn't want to write a new speech last year. Right. Well, around April, I got approached by a company who had a topic that was right up my alley mm-hmm. that I could write one on and just didn't have yet. Yeah. And it's basically how to present to people with humor. They had different representatives for this pharmaceutical company that goes out and talks to people who just found out they had diabetes sure, and talks about, you know, the process of going through it then also some insulin-type uh, devices they can pick up to yeah. use, but they wanted their presenters to go out there and, and know how to be funny. <laughs> and so it was like a, a streamlined version of the School of Last Class. Class, Yeah, sure. But also a hands-on workshop. So it was a two-hour program Gosh, that I crazy. had to put together. I pulled some of it from what I already had, but I also had to, to redo, you know, it's different than what I have, too. Yeah. So that took a lot of time, and it wasn't on my radar. So that definitely took away from some of my goals. Yeah. And then... A previous client that had me do one of my first speeches wanted me to come back and do the same style with new content, mm-hmm. so I added a new hour of that. <laughs> so th- those two new, I guess it's three hours total well, of content. what's nice
0: is this coming year, you won't have to do those things, you can focus on the other stuff. I should. Yeah. Unless, unless somebody else, else <laughs> unless
1: somebody else calls
0: which it's great. It's work.
1: It's work and it helps me expand That's what I'm doing, but I, I do need to make sure the number one goal next year is to write the new CD and finish okay. it. All right. I mean, that just has to be, because I get enough requests from previous clients I call them clients, corporate events, they want me back and yeah. they, want, they want to see a different show. Sure. And so as soon as I get that hour done, I can flip the switch on all that marketing and say, I'm ready for you guys. Cool. So that's, that's a big one I got to get done. But it did not get done because I had to write two new speeches, basically, and a new workshop called uh, Laughs to Lessons, how you can take your comedy show and turn that into a corporate program or a speech. Oh, Cool. So Very that, cool. That was the third one I had to put together, and that one's about an hour.
0: That's a great one because that is so hard. It's so hard to get the public speaking thing down that once you get that down, it's such a good tool. You should be able to use it in all kinds of different formats. Right. And, and some of those things, they pay really well. My dad does a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. of, of uh, you know, corporate speaking and stuff like that, and he tries to be funny. Yeah, and he's probably listening.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? While we're talking about your dad, let me flip back here on the sheets and Oh, yeah, he, see. Was,
0: on the, he was on the podcast. Yeah,
1: he was in there. What was his called? Uh, give me one second here, folks. Personality Assessment. Yes. Podcast number
0: 49. Yeah, he gets asked to do that training all over the place.
1: Yeah, which I found fascinating. And some of the stuff he talked about in there, I put to use immediately. Yeah. And it's it's helped me out. That's episode 49, if you guys want to check it out. And he has one of the top seven downloaded podcasts (laughs) of all time, because that's such an interesting topic. Uh, So good job, Mr. Miller. Way to knock it out. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, a few goals not attained this year. The other one that I had, I wanted to get 52 YouTube videos up for the School of Lash. Yeah, <laughs> That is a lot, man. That is a lot. Um, here's the thing. I've got 26 recorded, and I think there's 14 on the website, Yeah, on the YouTube channel. It's just been one of those things where editing is is the longest task that I have. Yes. <laughs> and it's maybe one of those things I can hand off to somebody, but I feel like I'd have to kind of walk them through, because they weren't all one-take Charlie's, you know? Like, right. I've got the video in chunks where I'm starting to stop them four or five different times yeah. and that kind of thing. I am happy with the ones that are up, and they're getting a lot of views, and and people are checking them out. But I have some in the halfway in the can that they aren't fully edited. Yeah, and then I keep waiting for kind of a downtime to pop up. But there's no downtime. This year's yeah. been really busy. Yeah, it has. And you know, last year January started off kind of slow for me. That's when I recorded a bunch of them. But January and February and probably March are gonna be pretty booked out. Oh, okay, so I'm gonna try to get some of those videos done. Um, people don't
0: realize that. You can throw up your uh, family video or whatever on there on YouTube fairly easily mm-hmm. to create a produced video that you're actually trying to convey an idea, whether that's just a comedy video or,
1: like, yours, a speaking video. It, it is hard. Yeah, <laughs> it is I not mean, easy. It is time-consuming. It's funny. Like, I know that they can be as hard or as easy as I want them to be. I want them to look good. But there's a certain I want amount. I bumpers on them.
0: Yeah. But there's a certain amount you got to walk into the room you got to set the room up you got to make sure the lights are right you got to make sure the camera is focused you got to ma- all those things are not just the video but they are the video it's it's all of those things yeah and
1: then multiple days of doing that so you're reset totally up, yeah getting the light again trying Absolutely. to make it match but no excuses uh, i just didn't <laughs> get it done you know and here's the other tricky part for me is summertime is tough because uh my son's home from school i got the little yeah. three-year-old too and so it's tough to kind of break away from there every day and do some stuff because i like playing and they are young and they grow up fast so i'm kind of jumbling all together so it's
0: where material comes from is
1: life well that's the thing i keep telling my little three-year-old step it up gal (laughs) i need i need a few more jokes about you we're done with diapers that there's a fresh uh, minute that i can put into that show yeah and she's been saying some funny things lately my son has started sleepwalking so i'm trying to write a few jokes about that oh it's scary Oh, my. Like, yeah.
0: legitimately, like, walking out of his room and, and stuff? And down the steps. Like oh, that, my God. That
1: terrifies me that he's going to fall down the stairs in his sleep. Of course. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. So, but but I'll turn it into humor.
0: How do you fix that? I don't know. You I don't chain know Chain him to the bed?
1: Well, you know, like, our Chain three- him to <laughs> his sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Then nobody will rest. The three-year-old wants a big, big girl bed. Which yeah. means that she can get out of it at any point right you know, we're just not ready for that many kids walking the house at night it's just yeah. you know it is what it so is a no
0: barrel won't on the other side of the door on, <laughs> on your side of the door well, you could do a baby gate you yeah. know.
1: but then they can jump over that or they can yeah, try yeah, yeah. and crack their head a lot of stuff you'll be thinking about as we uh, go down yeah um so those are some some goals from the past year let's talk about goals for the next year just to get them out there yeah. what do you got well definitely <laughs> the new cd of of, of stand up i want to get the online class put out for sure mm-hmm. and Other than that, I'm going to kind of leave it open. Right. You know, one thing I would like to do is have my act uh, put on a DVD because I'm overdue for that. Okay. And that could be my older act, get that done and documented, Mm -hmm. and then work on my new one. Uh, I've had more people than I thought were interested in a DVD from me this past year, and I keep saying, well, I did get 20 minutes shot with uh, Johnny W. when he did his DVD recording. Just did that, yeah. So. Technically, I only need to put together another fifty or forty minutes to yeah, only, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of work. I was going to look back to and see um, some of the things that I learned from the, the guest in the podcast yeah. this year. Yeah, you know, I hope you guys had a chance to listen to podcast seventy-eight, booking agency insights. Yeah, with Tim Grable, Tim was very, very good on that and gave us a ton of very specific things that comics can do mm-hmm. to make themselves more bookable. And a couple key takeaways from that. Um, keeping your calendar up to date for your booking agencies
0: i've heard many people talk about that one. yeah so whether it's That's a google downfall, calendar they yeah. can <laughs> access
1: or you know send them updates um it was interesting he kind of backed me up on the fact that you don't necessarily have to have your calendar public all the time mm-hmm. especially if you're doing corporate events because nobody can come see it outside right. the company anyway uh, but he found it frustrating when he would go see somebody's calendar and they'd be available but they actually weren't because they weren't And they didn't update it. Right. So if you're going to put your calendar online, make sure it's up to date. And if you don't have very many gigs, don't put your calendar up online. That was another thing he said that was kind of interesting. Because then people don't know whether you're working or not. Yeah, he goes, I want to know you're available, but not 364 days of the year. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was good. Um, He talked about keeping your uh, website fresh Mm -hmm. and not, not using a freebie website. Okay. You know, when you first start out, a freebie website's fine. But when you're trying to get the attention of booking agencies... It's time to move on to the dot .com with your name and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But he was uh, just miffed when he would find a full-time comedian trying to use, like, a Wix or one of those things. Yeah. On your way up, that's fine. You're, yeah. you're kind of testing the waters, but at some point you got to back down. Uh, Gary Jenkins, that podcast was great. I don't know if you got to listen to that one. It's one of the longer yeah. ones, hour and 18 minutes, I think it was. But Gary is just one of those guys who can recreate these moments inside a show where he gives himself room to improvise, mm-hmm. and it's very in, endearing to the audience because they, they feel the, the chances that he's taking yeah. and the risk there and the reward is really high. So if there wasn't any other takeaway, there was like 150 on his. <laughs> but that's the key thing, I think, is give yourself opportunities. Yeah, um, The comedy marketing one, all kinds of great stuff in there, ideas for you to get your name out. The back-to-back with Nate Bergazzi and Keith Albertstadt, those were two of, of my favorites. They were crazy. You know, good. Keith, I've known since before, you know, before he really even started comedy. Yeah, kind of like right around there at the beginning, and uh, we talked about. I, mean, I, I didn't even remember. We talked about everything. Yeah, there was a specific conversation me and him had at a restaurant. He was kind of thinking about going full time. So yeah, uh, from that point to now, where he's just crushing it interesting to hear
0: that one was really nice for me because we actually did that at my house and then we did the podcast and then we sat around for an hour and just talked yeah we could have had the mics going for another hour with all the good stuff he was throwing it was so great it was like you know it's just a really good time
1: yeah and nate was great too walking us through his path and his journey through um from from taking a class in chicago stand-up and then boom moving to new york
0: yeah he had done a bunch of stuff
1: tom maybe have you know all these i'm just looking back there's not one where I, was, I would look at this and go, man, I don't know if I should release that one. <laughs> They're all chock full of stuff and uh, just tons of great stuff. So I hope you will go back and listen to those if you're just now tuning in for the first time. If you've listened to a bunch of them and you had a key takeaway that's really affected your career and you've put it to use, email me and let me know. What I'm thinking about doing is putting together like a top 20 tips oh, uh, yeah. of the past year and putting that as a blog, not necessarily a podcast but kind of accumulating some of the stuff that maybe I forgot about or slipped through. But There's so much stuff now. Because that,
0: that's the other thing is like a huge goal is just keep it going. Mm-hmm. Like just keep this machine that we have going of podcasts and stuff. And it's tough. That part's tough.
1: Yeah, it is it is a lot. And you'll, you'll hear us in a couple of weeks talk about a way you can help us keep the podcast going. Yeah. Uh, You know, just through getting on board with us a little bit to kind of keep making it happen. I, I'm getting more access to um, – I wouldn't necessarily say bigger guests, but guests that are harder to get mm-hmm. because of you guys and, and the momentum, and they can see the results and who's listening and that yeah. kind of stuff. So we want to keep the ball rolling for all of next year. Yes. It's going to take a little help to do that, but I'm sure you guys can uh, can get behind us a little bit and make that happen. Yeah. We'll talk more about that as the year gets uh, rolling. Gavin, any other new goals for you for next year besides just keep your sanity and make sure you know how to change a diaper? Yeah,
0: not dry heave when I try to change a diaper. (laughs) Um, Yeah, my my goal is to then focus on the comedy. Now that I've got the the rest of the stuff, uh, because what happened is as soon as I quit my job, I then had to focus on making money and making sure that I have my customer base, uh, you know, constant. And so now that that's constant, I now have the ability to uh, go out. So I've been trying to. uh, figure out a way to start my own show, and so that is my—it's my goal. Yeah, I know you've got <laughs> a location in mind. Uh, I have a location in mind. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out when, like you said, it may, may not be the best time to start a show and have a baby the mm-hmm. same week. <laughs> you know, so I'm trying to figure that part out. But that is my goal for next year: is to start. Uh, I guess what do you call it? produce my own show? Mm-hmm. Do my show? Okay, yeah, and it would be a show where, like, you know, you have eight or ten you know comics that know they're going to be on the show and then five four or five bucket spots where you you know can have some open mics, clean clean show uh so that i can invite people right <laughs> that's my biggest thing is i want a show where i can invite people
1: yeah and you know maybe you just say the first hour is clean then you guys can leave because i don't know who else is getting up on stage
0: that's true yeah maybe you, you yeah c- you
1: could segment it and actually take a physical that, break okay we say, can, maybe
0: we can talk about it. maybe we could do a podcast on how to you know Different formats for different shows, kind of thing. Yeah, because you know it's um, it's totally
1: up to however you set it up. Yeah, I remember uh, I produced a few back I didn't in Columbus. Even think about I that. there. That's a good and it's, idea. Yeah, I mean you have opportunities to really create something different, uh, unique, and something that'll set itself apart from everybody else. Yeah, gotcha. That's a good idea. Cool. Well, that'll be an yeah, episode. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> but that's my goal for next year is is to uh, is to do that. So because I remember us talking about in one of the very first podcasts to if. If it's hard for you to get spots on open mics, go start your own show. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, that's the answer. (laughs) We've already talked about the answer. (laughs) Go do it. That's right. (laughs) So that's my goal.
1: Cool, man. Well, uh, happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. And uh, we'll see you on the other side of the new year.
0: I love it. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to the School of Laughs podcast. If you'd like to hear more School of Laughs podcasts, you can find them on iTunes and Stitcher.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For information on upcoming live and online classes, visit schooloflaps.com. Until next time, stay tuned, stay focused, and stay money.